so to build a coherent uh, strategy regarding culture, right? You just sometimes need to make one decision that's going to change everything for you. And I'm here to talk about culture. Uh, interestingly, so um, Danny Bauer, chief focus maker at Better Leaders, Better Schools. Uh, I have a podcast, right? Best-selling book, Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. I love to talk culture for sure. And uh, recently in in private Facebook group for school leaders called Ruckus Maker Nation, uh, when people join, right, I just ask them as a membership question, uh, how do you want to level up in 90 days, right? Like what's one thing you want to do? So somebody was talking about, hey, I want to level up the culture. So I routinely, when people join, I offer a complimentary coaching call, no strings attached. Just love getting to know school leaders. I love hearing what you're wrestling with and want to serve. So I want to tell a story, a case study of serving one school leader. I'm not going to give you her name or uh, where she works um, and that kind of thing. So I'm going to keep that part anonymous, um, but it's still going to help you very much. And the thing that I taught her has worked for me. It's worked for countless other school leaders. It will work for you. And she's already (laughs) decided to implement it. And I can't wait to hear about the results. I'll report back to you on that. So here's the context. Um, principal, I think it was elementary. Forgive, forgive me because I, I don't remember if it was elementary or middle. And strong school too. Like this school is winning the awards. Uh, they are growing their students. They work with Solution Tree. They're very invested in professional learning communities. I think that's awesome. And if you don't know anything about professional learning communities and kind of that approach, just the the high-level, quick and dirty way of explaining it, right? You're going to teach something. Kids are going to get it. Some kids aren't. What do most traditional schools do? What do play-it-safe principals do when that happens? Well, you just keep moving forward, right? There's more curriculum to cover. It's a mistake. So when you're organized as a professional learning community, Uh, You have common formative assessments. And when kids don't get it, and kids do get it, now you differentiate instruction. You give students what they need. The kids that get it, you enrich them. They go deeper into the content. Or they learn nice-to-learn type of activities, stuff you never had time to cover. Meanwhile, the students that didn't get it, you give them intervention. You give them a second chance. You teach them in a different way because it didn't work the first time. And what most schools and play safe principals do, they blame the students, right? It's their fault. Should have done the homework, um, whatever. There's all these excuses, but where's the responsibility? Where's the ownership as me, the professional educator, in making sure, right? Ensuring that all kids succeed. That's just a belief you have or not, that all kids can succeed or not. So anyways, an intervention, right? You give another uh, assessment. And then what you see, usually when designed well, uh, that these students that didn't get it, now they do, or a bigger percentage of them do, right? It's it's just a really strong approach. Okay, so that context is important because this principle loves data. Numbers do tell the story, but not always the entire story, right? And the other thing that can be a challenge, especially if you're a data-loving school leader, and data is a great thing. This leader was celebrating the gains that tier three teachers, the interventionists, what they were able to do, right? So what was the cost of being so excited to see kids that weren't getting it, getting it, 
in telling that story and celebrating that, well, the rest of the staff felt that they were being overlooked or that the hard work they were putting in, right, didn't matter. And nothing could be further than the truth. But this was just a blind spot for the leader. So we had a chat about it and I gave her this tactic. So this fits into an overall strategy of consistent celebration, right? That's the, that's the strategy. And so the tactic is to do this, what I'm about to teach you every single month. It's really super easy. So key question is, do you have core values at your school, right? If you don't have core values, this won't work. <laughs> so if you don't have core values at your school that are real, that guide the work that people are excited about, step one, go back to the drawing board, create core values. Uh, you could even go into some of the content that I've created specifically on creating sticky core values. I'm not going to teach that now, but that's an even better approach. Okay. So you have your core values. And then I said, Hey, you probably, Oh, thank you. I don't know who's on LinkedIn, but thanks for the explanation of PLCs. Thank you. Thank you. So core values, right? You probably have a uh, staff of the month, like award, you know, or teacher of the month, right? Make it staff of the month because it's not just teachers in your building. And sometimes as school leaders, we forget that. We forget the counselors. We forget the custodians, cafeteria workers, main office staff, so on and so forth. All right. So what I want you to do is this. Create a survey. Could be a Google survey. Could be whatever. You know, the tool doesn't matter. But create a survey. On this survey, you are going to have the person, or excuse me, let, let me just back up. Put all your staff members' names on the survey, right? It's a drop down. So everybody, teacher, counselor, custodian, security, main office staff, counselors, everybody, every single adult that has contact with kids in your building, that's step one, okay? Next part of the survey, step two, put your core values and maybe a little anecdote or definition of what it means, okay? What does it mean to... Uh, live out, for example, here, let me show you an example. Quality relationships equal quality culture, right? That's something that I believe. That's a core value. That's a post I made in Facebook too. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, you won't see it, but it's just a graphic and it's a circle. And it's a beautiful thing because one feeds the other. You focus on building quality relationships, you'll get a quality culture. Quality cultures foster, right? Even better quality relationships. And it's a very generous cycle. And you get a lot of momentum there too, right? So that, that's an example. And you, you can give a little definition of your core value, okay? So everybody's name, step one. Step two, you have all the core values, all right? Then uh, step three, how did this adult, right? How did this staff member live out the core value? Because uh, if this isn't clear, people are nominating your staff members, right, based on the core values that are lived out in your building for the staff member of the month award. Okay. So you got everybody's name. You got the core values. How did so-and-so live out this core value? And then step four, the last question, open-ended, anything else you want us to know, right? Does that make sense? So there's really like four questions or four parts. All the people again, um, core values and the explanation of them. How is this adult that you've picked? right? Living out the core value, anything else you want to know. Simple, right? Simple. Uh, and this goes out to everybody, all your stakeholders, right? Let's leverage the entire community. So this goes out to parents. This goes out to 
uh, the faculty who can nominate each other, right? Fist bump Friday, high fives, you know? Um, this goes out to your students, right? Okay, so how is this one decision that makes culture and building a great culture infinitely better far into the future forever? Well, here's how. So your parents, your students, your staff, they're all voting on who is representing the core values best, right? And again, this is about celebrating everybody. I just saw a post in a principal's group too. Um, Our teachers are feeling overlooked. So the same story. What can I do to make them feel, right? Like they're doing a great job. Do this. And here's what makes it different. Your culture team, do you have a culture team? You should have a culture team. The culture team votes on which staff member won, right? The staff member of the month award that's been nominated by, again, parents, students, uh, other staff members. If somebody on the culture team has been nominated, have them remove themselves so it's not biased, right? And then have a lot of fun with whoever wins. They can get a gift card. They can get, you know, uh, a name on a plaque, certificate, whatever you want to do. We even uh, bought this, like, you know, those massive stuffed animals that you can get at, like, an amusement park? We had this massive uh, pink gorilla at a school that I uh, that I led at. And um, uh, before we even announced the staff member of the month, they knew they won, and the students knew they won, because that morning, there was this big pink gorilla that got passed around and rotated through classrooms, right? So you could have fun and be wacky like that as well. Still, how does this, how is this one decision that builds an infinitely better culture far into the future? So my hack, what I want to teach you, I hired my mom. You don't have to hire your mom, but you could, you should. I actually paid her, right? I, so all these things are getting, uh, all the nominations are, are put right on a Google spreadsheet. I used Google. Again, the tool doesn't matter. Just do a survey. And I said, mom, here's a template I've created. It's probably a Google doc, but it could be Word. It could be a certificate. doesn't matter. But what I said is, will you please take every, all that information, all that data, and create a document for each person that's been nominated? And if, if Danny, me, has been nominated by three students, one parent, and one of my colleagues, I'm going to get five certificates or documents or whatever that month, okay? This is what makes it special. Not only does the person that wins the staff member of the month award get all the stuff and celebration, that's cool, but even if you didn't win, you get the nomination. You get what was said about you. Are you feeling me? Does this make sense, right? Uh, And so this became a hit. Classroom teachers, counselors in their office, folks in in the cafeteria, they posted all this positive things that were said about them in their spaces, right? Because they were so proud of what they were doing and that they were seen, that they were seen by the community with the value that they were creating or the values that they were living out. And again, this is one decision you can make today. You could start this in February. Today's January 28th when I'm recording this, but you could start it like tomorrow, right? It takes just a second to create the survey. And if you delegate this, right, school leader, you should not be the one who takes the data and puts it on the template doc or certificate. You can create the template, but then empower somebody else to do that work. Right? Is this making sense? I hope it does. 
and, and you can make it on nice paper. You know, you could go as wild as you want, you know, make it as much of a celebration as you want, whatever. But just do this. I, I think you understand, like, how this would have an impact. Um, the last thing I didn't say about the survey, make sure it's not anonymous. First of all, and I'm not going to riff on this. I do not like anonymous surveys. That's weak. That's a, that's a weak game, okay, for real. But you want everybody who's nominating, okay, uh, to say, like, who they are. Because if me, Danny, I want to know the three students. I want to know the parent. I want to know my colleague that nominated me for living out the core values. Maybe I write them a thank you letter, right? And now we're getting back, we're getting back to this. Quality relationships creating a quality culture, right? Imagine that you're in a space where you say thank you for when people nominate you too. Isn't that even going to enrich the, uh, the culture? So ho- hopefully that makes sense. Because then on the certificate, it'll say this student, right, nominated Danny for living out this value in this way and anything else they want to say. Okay, cool. Last thing I want to just share with you, I had this designed, really cool company called Gaping Void Makes Culture Walls. And uh, this is, I have 12 of these now, not 12 of this individual one, but 12 different values that represent what we do at Better Leaders, Better Schools. And I love this saying, you can never go wrong treating people right. Okay. And that's what I'm teaching you today uh, with this, this idea of the monthly staff member of of the month award. Excuse me. I kind of repeated myself there, but you get the point, right? All right, cool. So in conclusion, a couple next steps. I challenge you. If you don't already do this, put it into practice next month. All right. Number one, number two, if you want a complimentary coaching call, right then join our private Facebook group for Ruckus Makers, which is a, you know, a school leader who invests in his or her continuous growth, somebody who challenges the status quo, and somebody interested in designing the future of school now. So if you want an invite to that group, the group is free, the complimentary, you know, by definition, that's a free coaching call. I just want to get to know you better, hear about your leadership, you know, journey. And uh, in the membership questions, you know, 90 days, how do you want to uh, level up? And then that's what literally the coaching call will be on. So put invite in the comments of wherever you're watching, and I'll make sure you get an invite to that group. Uh, And then fill out all the membership questions. Uh, I delete people after 24 hours, literally, if they don't fill out, like if you can't fill out four membership questions that just show me and demonstrate a little bit of thought about how you want to grow and that kind of thing as a school leader, you're definitely not the type of leader I want to work with. So I just, I regularly, Clean that list. All right. And then the last thing I want to say is, if you don't already know, I'm doing a live mastermind event in Denver this summer. It's going to be epic. Uh, I'm teaching a brand new framework that I'm calling the Leadership Optimization Compass. Um, The purpose of this video is not to go deeply into that framework right now, but part of it. There's four parts. One part is relationships and culture, right? And uh, today you've got a very practical strategy that you can implement like right now. And uh, you will, you'll get results, right? So we'll go deep on relationships and culture in Denver and some other topics as well. So if you go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Denver, then you can learn more about the event and register if it, if it seems like something that would serve you. Uh, it's over halfway sold out. Just so you know, we have room for 50 and uh, 22 tickets remain. So uh, we'd love to potentially serve you there. Certainly check it out. And Also, before you go, just let me know what was most helpful for you in the uh, comments below as well. All right. 
Have a great weekend. Normally I'm not streaming from the weekend, but I was really thinking about this uh, since I had the coaching call on Friday and I thought it would serve more people if I just created this easy piece of content. So do the monthly, if nothing else, do the monthly uh, staff member award survey and you're going to see your culture just really accelerate and be nurtured and people are going to be seen because you're highlighting you know, the great stuff they're doing. All right. Bye for now and go make a ruckus. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed. Mm-hmm.